Today's daf is daf nun gimel. We're beginning at the top of nun gimel mit aleph with the mishnah. Zakhtei lega mishnah. Hanoder minat morim. If somebody makes a neder, prohibiting himself from tomorrow from dates. Mutar bedvash tomorrow. He is allowed to uh, partake or benefit from uh, date honey. Hanoder misitvonios. If he makes a neder from sitvonios. Now, what sitvonios are? Uh, the Ron explains that they were translated as winter winter grapes. There were grapes that wouldn't ripen in the sp- in the spring and the summer, and they would leave them on the tree until on, on the vine until until winter, and then they would harvest <laughs> them, and they were used predominantly for making a certain type of vinegar. There was a winter grape vinegar that it was used for. So if a person made a neder precluding himself from these winter grapes, mutter bechomet sitvonios, he is allowed to partake in the winter grape vinegar. So the Tanakama holds that the fact that you ask yourself from dates does not mean that you're not allowed to have date honey. And if you answer yourself from, uh, uh, from, from Sidvonios, you're allowed to have Sidvonios vinegar. Rabbi Yehudim Veseira, uh, Omer, Kol Shashem told Osoi, Kruya Alav, any, uh, any item that is a byproduct or a derivative of a, the initial item, but when it is extracted from the initial item, it still retains its name that connects it back to the original item, i.e. date honey, uh, vinegar, uh, uh, winter grape vinegar, it's winter grape, you're still calling it winter grape vinegar, but no, there are men, and you make a netter from it, you're going to be usher not only on the item itself, but on the derivative of the item too. Uh, and now, Chachamim Matirim. And Chachamim say, no, that's not necessarily the case. Chachamim say it's mutter. Now, what the difference between the Chachamim are and the Tanakama, the Gemara is going to be the first discussion in the Gemara. But Duran brings down a more fundamental question over here. Duran says that he doesn't understand uh, the Chachamim's <coughs> opinion, the Tanakama's opinion to begin with. Because the, the, the Tanakama say that because you said Tmarim, you're allowed to have dvash tomorrow, you're allowed to have. Because you said sitvonios, you're still allowed to have chomet sitvonios. Rabbi Yudin takes the position is that since the name is still attached to it, he says the chora, you can ask a kasha from yesterday's Gemara. Because in yesterday's Gemara, we had a machlokas between the chachomim and Rabbi Yossi concerning nesuve de chalva, or what's called kom, what's called a whey. The whey is, when you leave the, the milk on, uh, for a while, it separates into a watery type liquid, and the milk, and that's the watery type of milk. So he said, if somebody was noder min achalov, there was a question, is he oser in the comb in the way? And the Gemara explained over there that the machlokas between the Chachamim and Rabiosi really dependent on the locale. Because in Rabiosi's locale, they still refer to it as Nisue de Chalba, Kom de Chalba. Whereas the Tanakamas locale, they never referred to it anymore as Kom de Chalba, which is called Kom. But everybody would agree that if the name was still attached to it, 
then it would be considered Osir. And here the Chachamim seem to be disagreeing with Rabbi Yehuda, and their saying is that Dvash Tmarim and the, uh, the, the, uh, the Chomet Sidvonios is considered Mutter. Lachara, what happened to the Chachamim Shita yesterday? And Rabbi Yossi is the team that didn't argue in that. So the, the, the Ron brings down two Terutzim. One he brings down from the Rajbo, and one he says on his own. Very interesting answers that he gives. The first answer he gives from the, from the Rajbo, he says like this, he says that there's a difference in the case of comb, the, the, comb, the mixture of milk has in it the whey. It's really one entity. If you leave it for a while, it, that, it, there's a natural, uh, separation of the two. But there's no real change in uh, in the entity to create the comb. It's not a significant change, it's just it's a natural separation that happens on its own. Whereas in the case of the honey, or in the case of vinegar, you actually have to change the original entity. You have to crush it, you have to squeeze it, you have to change. So he says that could be that when you're changing the entity completely to get the derivative, then already the Chachamim hold that it's not identifiable <laughs> with the original item. The original item was date. It's not something that you have to manipulate and change completely to derive the second item, so it's not included in the nether. The vinegar is not included in the nether in the on, on the grapes, because you have to change the item completely to create the vinegar. So he brings down that in the name of the Rajba. He says that that's a, the, the Ran himself likes a different terrace. The Ran's second terrace, which I think is, is also a very uh, interesting terrace. The Ran says the difference is as follows. He says that in the case of the milk, the let's call it the modifier. That if you if you it, it's it's de chalba. You're attaching a name to it, right? You're saying it's it's the the way of milk. He says you don't have to give the name way of milk to identify that it comes from milk because there is no other kind of way. Comb is comb. Comb automatically is identified as having come from milk without saying it's kuma de chalba because there is no other way to produce comb. So he says that's where the Chachamim and Rav Yossi agree that if you're in a place where they still call it kuma de chalba, the fact that they're still calling it kuma de chalba means that they identify it still as milk and therefore when they made the netter of milk, they identify kuma de chalba. He says that's not true in the case of date honey and the winter. Uh, to grape vinegar. There you have to call it by the, the, the name uh, honey, uh, date honey and uh, winter grape vinegar. Because if you just call it honey or you just call it vinegar, it might refer to a different product. It might be referring to uh, vinegar can be produced in a number of different ways. Honey is produced in another, uh, another different way. So the name there that you're calling it back on the original is just in order to identify what type of derivative it is. But it's not that you're identifying it as part of the original thing that you made the nether on. And therefore, it's a difference in the case of the comb, in the case of over here where you're referring it to it, according to Chachamim anyway. According to Chachamim, they say the fact that you can still call this date honey, or you still call this winter grape vinegar, is not a riot that when you made a, uh, a, the nether on the grape, or you made a nether on the date, you meant to include the honey, because there the name is not used to identify that that was part of the essence of the original thing. That was just to identify what type of vinegar it is and what type of honey it is because otherwise it could refer to other things as well. So therefore the name doesn't play that type of role in our Mishnah. That's the Ron's territory to the question. Alright, let's go on. Tomorrow says like this. 
that Chachamim Hainatana Kama. The Gemara wants to know, it appears from the way it's written that there are three opinions in the Mishnah, but in, in Din it doesn't seem to be three opinions. The Tanakama says that you said Tamarim or you said Sitvonios, the derivative does not become Osir in the Neder. Yehuda B'Maseira says, yes, because you still refer to the derivative by the original name. Comes along Rabbi the Chachamim, and they matir him. They say, no, it's not, it's mutter, it's not included in the netter. Well, that's the Tanakama. So, Freg the Gemara, Chachamim behind the Tanakama. What's the difference between the Chachamim and the Tanakama? So, Gemara says, Ika benayu hadod that the difference between them is going to be the, the law that was taught in the following b'risa. What was taught in the b'risa? Klal Amar Rav Shimon Alozer. Rav Shimon Alozer taught the following rule. Kol shedar kolechol. We're going to go with the gears of Agamor. Kol shedar kolechol. V'derech hayotzim menolechol. If you have an item that is edible, and the derivative, derivative of it is edible as well, k'gayin t'marim v'dvash t'marim, so nadar bo oser biyotze bimeno. So when you make the neder on tmarim, we understand that you mean to make the neder on the tmarim and on the dvash tmarim that come out from it. Nadar dark kol shedarko. So what's the place? Oser biyotze bo nadar where's the place? Nadar bo oser biyotze bimeno. And if you made the neder on uh, on the devash tamorim, okay, Tanakama also holds aser both. That if both items are edible, both the, the item itself and the derivative, making a neder on either one will aser both. Now, kol she'ain darkalecho. If something in it of itself is not the f- norm to eat it in that particular manner, but what is derived from it is normal that you eat from it. For example, the winter uh, grapes, the citvonios, the normal thing to do with these winter grapes is to make from it uh, vinegar. So then, another bow. So you make the nether on the grape, we say that the intent is not on the grape. It means you're a lot of benefit. You can sell the grapes. Because we say that's not what you meant to make the nether on. What you make the nether on, the prohibition you intended was on its normal usage, which the normal usage is the vinegar. So therefore, So we have here an interesting shita of 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 Shimon ben Elazar, that Rav Shimon ben holds basically, if an item is both edible in its original form or it's in its derivative form, making the neder either way will aser both. But if an editor, if something is only I aser in its derivative form and not in its original form, even making the neder on its original form only asers its derivative form, which therefore. What the Gemara is pointing out, therefore, we're going to say, this is the right place, that the Tanakama, the, Tana, the, the, the difference between the Tanakama and the Chachamim is the following. The Tanakama Taka holds clear. He, when the Tanakama says, Anodam in Atmarim, is Mutter Bidvash Tmarim, and Mitzvotvon is Mutter Bechomas Itvonius. So basically, he holds that when you make the Neder on the original, you're Usser only on the original, you're not Usser on the derivative, even though the derivative has the name of the original attached to it, it's Mutter in both cases. 
The second opinion, Rabbi Yun Viseira holds that since it has its name attached to it, right, he holds it's usur, both the original and the derivative. What the, uh, what the Chachamim, they're holding like Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar. What Rabbi Chachamim are holding, they're saying is that, that they disagree with, with both earlier opinions. Whereas they hold like, they hold that if you, uh, if, if, if something is both edible, they agree with the Rabbi Yudim and Becerra that if it's an edible item and you make the nether on the item and it's edible and its derivative is edible, then Ataka Asurs both that they will agree with him. They don't agree with him that when the item is not edible, that it'll usur both. In that case, they disagree. They hold that the original item will not become usur, only the deriv- derivative will be mutter. And that's also how they're arguing in with, uh, with the Tanakama. Because the Tanakama holds that in both cases, it's only the original that becomes usur and not the derivative. And according to Rab Shimon, and according to the Chachamim, that is only only, they hold no. They hold, it all depends. If the original is edible, then both are going to be osir. If the original is not edible, then only derivatives. So it's a completely different shita, but that's the shita of the chachamim. So we have three opinions over here. Let's, let's go by to The thing that it comes from is edible, right? I'm sorry? The case, the first two cases... No, is not. I told you, Sidvonius is usual. Tzvonius is, but that's not the first two cases. It's Tzvonius and Sidvonius. There's two different cases. According to the the Chachamim. Right, that's correct. No, meaning on the... The the Aser, no, it depends which of the two, right? The original or derivative, you have to know which one you're referring to. It's going on both cases, that's really not true. No, it's not, it's going, it's going, the Ron explains, it's going on what the earlier opinion held was they're referring to. He goes through the Ran, goes through beautiful Yobi explaining how the how does the Gemara know that the Chachamim are the ones that are like Krishna Lazar. The Ran goes through that whole Khajban makes the Khajman. Alright, let's go right here. Next Mishnah. If a person makes a nether minayin. Is it warm here or no? Hanoder minayin. Mutter, if a person makes a nether, mutter beyain tapuchim. So yayin generally refers to not uh, any other wine other than grape wine. So if you say yayin, you don't mean a, de- a grape wine. I mean, you don't mean uh, apple wine, apple cider, unless you say apple cider. So therefore, again, it all goes by the Lash of Bnei When they say yayin, they don't mean yayin tapuchim. Mina shemen. Also, shemen, we're going to see the Tana I lived in Eretz The most common usage of oil was eating for eating purposes. And the most common... Oil used was olive oil, and therefore it's mutter b'shem and shum It's a sesame seed oil which was not commonly used, and therefore, unless you identify it as sesame seed oil, we don't include that in the nether. Minadvash mutter bedvash tmarim. Very interesting over there. The first Yisrael explains is that it, that the common usage of a person when he says the word honey, he specifically refers to bee honey. Even though the Torah eretz Hashem and advash generally refers to date and fig honey, Rashi brings down. But anyway, the point is, but we go by the Lashem Bnei Adam. Lashem Bnei Adam, Dvash, generally refers to bee honey and not uh, date or fig honey. Okay, so therefore, Mina Dvash, Mutter Bedvash Tmarim. That's Mutter and Date Honey. Mina Chomitz, if you want to say, I don't want to eat vinegar, vinegar is Mutter Bechomitz Itvanios. 
the vinegar that they would use was not generally this winter grape vinegar that we had talked about in last week. That was not the common vinegar. So therefore, it does not refer to that specific vinegar unless you identify specifically that that is the vinegar that you were referring to. Mina krishim. Krishim are leeks. So it's mutter kaplutos. Kaplutos seems to be there's another species of leek that had a head. I'm not sure exactly, some kind of bulb or something. It was a, head, like it was, it was a type of leek, but it was a different uh, species of leek. So therefore, when you say Christian, you refer to the normal leek that was used, not the specialty leek, the kaplutos, that was not referred to as well. Mina yerek, when you say I'm making netter from vegetables, so now we're going to see there's vegetables that are garden vegetables that people cultivated and grew. There are also vegetables that grow wild, field vegetables that grow on the farm. So when a person talks about making a salad from yerek, from vegetables, the terminology was the garden vegetables, not the wild vegetables. So therefore a person made a nedamina yerek, mutter be yerokos He's allowed to, he's not including in it those that grow on their own, the wild vegetables that was not being included in it. Shehu Shem Levi. Now, Shehu Shem Levi is really referring to all the cases. That in all the cases, there is a modifier associated with them. If you want to refer to them, you need that Shem Levi. Shem Levi is like a nickname, but it means over here there's a modifying name to it. That all the other names don't, on their own, don't refer to the item without the modifying. So the vegetables, if you're talking about field vegetables, you would have to say field vegetables. If you're talking about date honey, you would have to say date honey. So all those things that require the shame Levi, look like the accompanying name to define them, that those are not included in the standard terminology without the modifier associated with them. Is this all like the Tanakhama of the last Mishnah? Sorry? It's all like the Tanakhama of the last Mishnah. Well, the Tanakhama, the last Mishnah, held that even though they used, uh, by uh, even though, well, it's because date, honey, but here, here it's different, because they were talking about the derivative, here we're talking about the actual item itself, the actual item itself. Here, the actual item itself, if it's not, if it requires a derivative, there we're talking about the derivative that comes from it. There could be a different cheshbon. Here it's talking about if the item itself is referred to, uh, honey, if it's not referred to as honey, but it's referred to as date honey, then that's not what the person intended. The intended use of something is without the modifier, not something that's used with the modifier. That's not what people refer to. That's what it's, I don't necessarily start on the time to come from before. on the shame or on the intended use? That's the use. Shame is all always intended use, that the name refers Presents what the intended use is. Tiny we learned in a brisa. Hanoder mina shemen. So here is very interesting. The word is going to point out that in Eretz Yisrael, oil that was used for eating and for cooking, uh, for cooking with, generally was where you have an abundance of olives. Then that was that was uh, olive oil. But in Bavel, where they did not have that uh, uh, abundance of olives, there actually sesame seed was much more common. So oil, some oil in Bavel would not refer to olive oil, but actually would refer to 
<coughs> so this Tana of the Mishnah was actually from Eretz Yisrael. That's why the Aloha comes out the way it does, according to that opinion. So Tanya, no domain Hashem, and if you're Eretz Yisrael, it's mutter b'shem and shum shemin, but also b'shem and zayas. You're allowed to have sesame seed oil, because that's not included in the word stam uh, shemin. But it's also b'shem and zayas. In Bavel, it's also b'shem and shum shemin, or mutter b'shem and zayas. So really, a lot of it has to do in, in, in terms of the place of where you're from, like we learned before. Now, let's say you live in a place that both grow, and you utilize both. So in such a case, when you use the word Shemen Stam, so we have to be Machman, we have to say what? That's both. Where it says Asr Bezel Bezel. When it says Pshita, that would seem to be, you're not, not any big Chiddush. If you're telling me it's dependent on the use of your terminology, and you're telling me a place that they use both, so they would seem to be pretty uh, 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 simple de- deduction that saying Shem and Stam in those places refer to both. Why does the Tana have to teach me that? Whereas there is a Chiddush here. What's the Chiddush? Because the Chiddush would be like this. Let's say 80% use olive oil and 20% use uh, sesame seed oil. So normally when you go by a rove, in most cases, halach, you can follow a rule. So you can say, we're not sure what the person intended. What should we say? Oh. Go by the, the rove. And say that he refers to the, whatever the majority use. The Kiddush of the Tana is, we don't apply the rove. Is that the Chumrah of Nadore make us say that we have to worry about even the 20%. And even in those cases, and, and even in cases where there's a rove, you still go by the mir, and we're concerned as well. So there's a Mao de Seima. Azel basa ruba. You might think go basa the robe. Kamash malam. That's what he meant. He told. He never told us the percentages. He just says It makes no difference the percentages as long as it is a place where that both are being used irrespective of what the percentages are. You have to assume that it could be both. But it's the a is the same. What's that? The growth is the same, right? The growth. The growth of the actual. Well, I don't know what that what that means. Thing you have. So you have. Um, it grows, and the same thing grows. Doesn't mean the percentage was eighty percent grows. Can be more olives. Why not? Why not? That's exactly what it's saying. Usage is depend on uh, that. There, there, eighty percent of the groves that are being used. I mean, again, it makes no sense. The olives we gave in bubble, they didn't have as many. They didn't have it at all. It wasn't a question. They didn't use it. It wasn't used. The void. It wasn't used. They didn't use bubble. No, the Mishnah is not saying the Mishnah. The Mishnah just said that there was an Eretz Yisrael where they only used olives. It doesn't say anything about that. All right. Otherwise, the Mishnah would be arguing. All right. Tells Vaita. Says it more like this. Why? We have a suffix isur, we go lechumra, we don't, we're not makel on this. Now, hanoder beyerek, minayerek. Now, the word says a very interesting thing. We know right now it's a shemitah year in Eretz Yisrael. You're not allowed to cultivate, you're not allowed to harvest. So therefore, the only thing you're allowed to do is things that grow in the wild on their own that you're allowed to use. So it says like this, so a nether, min a yerek, it depends when in the Shemitah cycle you're making the nether. So a nether, min a yerek, b'shar in the other six years where the normal usage of vegetables would be garden vegetables, so therefore, asr b'yerakos agina, you include the garden vegetables in the nether, or mutter b'yerakos asada, because nobody refers to yerakos, if I'm making a, if I'm making a, um, 
a, a salad, and I said, I'm making a garden, uh, it's a garden salad. That's what the vegetables refer to, right? That's only in the six years, because that's what people are using. Ubeshvir is where you're not able to cultivate and harvest, and you're not able to grow your own garden vegetables. So the only vegetables you could be referring to in a Shemitah year would be the wild ones. So therefore, be Yerokos, so therefore, Beshvir is also be Yerokos HaSadr, Umutter be Yerokos Agina. Now that's the Tanakama. We'll see in a moment what they're going to be in Machlokos here. Rabbi Avo says like this. He says that there, that that the custom was, according to him, that in the Shemitah year, people did not want to give up on their garden vegetables. So you know what they did? They imported. They brought in from outside of Eretz Yisrael. They brought in vegetables. Now, if you're bringing in vegetables that comes out that that really, when you sit down to eat a salad, even in the Shemitah year, you're also you're not only relying on the wild vegetables. You're also relying on the garden vegetables that are coming in because you have those accessible to you. So, therefore, Rabbi Avo Mishum, Rabbi Yochanan ben Gamliel says. It's only if you're living in a place they don't import in a Shemitah year from Chutzla Aretz. But if you live in a place that, that does import vegetables from Chutzla Aretz, Usur, then you would not be, if you said Yerek, Yerek, could you not say it only refers to wild vegetables? You have to assume it's also referring to vegetables of the, uh, of the garden, and they both will become Usur under those circumstances. Now, the Gemara points out <laughs> over here is, it's interesting that the Tanakhama never gave that as an option. The Tanakhama said definitively, if it's a Shemitah year, it only refers to wild vegetables, it does not refer to garden vegetables. Rabbi Avohu, he's the one who came on and said in the name of Rabbi Gamliel, no, 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 no. If you're living in a place where they import, then it could refer to garden vegetables as well. Why didn't the Tanakhama give that as a possibility? So what is this kid Tanoi? This is actually a Machlokas Tanoim. I'm going to say it outside, we'll see it inside. There is a Machlokas Tanoim whether in Shemitah you're allowed to import vegetables from the outside. There is a machlokas tanoim in that. Zero. What is the machlokas tolian? The machlokas tolian is like this: is they made a takana. We've learned this in a number of places in Shas, but they made a takana that Eretz Amamin, the land outside of Eretz Yisrael, the the, the, the afar, the soil, is metame. Because they were not careful, there were lots of people who had been killed all over the place, and they weren't careful where they buried people. So they gave a stum, a blanket. If you're coming to contact with soil of chutzlaritz, that makes you tame. Now the problem is like this: we're afraid that the people importing the vegetables would not be careful to separate completely the soil. From the vegetables, so they made a they made a, 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 a xera that you're not allowed to bring in vegetables on chutzlaaretz because of the afar, because of the the the, the gush, the, the clod of earth that we attach to it. So that's what the Tanakama holds. The reason why the Tanakama doesn't give that as a, as a possibility because it's not a possibility because he held with such xera and the other opinion holds. No, there was no such xera. That's why there's a, this, this machlokus. So why is this ketanoi that that really it's a machlokus tanoi because it says emevin yerek minach min chutzlaaretz laaret. The Tanakhama says you're not allowed to bring on Shemitah your Paris from Chutzlar to Eretz Yisrael. Rabbi Hanania ben Gamliel Omer may vien yerak mechutzlar Eretz. My time in Mandamar ain't me vien. Why is the Tanakhama hold not? He says I'm a Rabbi Yirmiyah mishum gush because of the clod of earth that might be attached 
to it, that clot of earth, that would create a problem because it's matama. That's why they didn't want you all of a sudden bringing all these vegetables and creating a proliferating tumor in Eretz Yisrael. But the, the nafkamina comes out baking a nether on the Shemitah year. Because if you make a nether on the Shemitah year, asking yourself from Yerek Stam, so therefore, according to Tanakama, it can only refer to wild vegetables because there was no such thing as garden vegetables because they never brought it in. According to uh, Rabbi Avo, Mishum Rabbi Chanim Gamliel, no, since they did import, uh, if you were living in a place where they were importing, then it could be including both wild vegetables and garden vegetables that so were using both. Let's go on. So, uh, hey, look at Mishnah. Mina Kruv. Person made a nether on Kruv is also the Ispargus. Now, what exactly Ispargus is, is a machlokus in the Rishonim, but it isn't what we think it is. All right? It's true that Asparagus is a form, is, 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 is a member family from cabbage. It is a, uh, from the cabbage family. However, it does not seem to be that it's referring to asparagus over here because it's, uh, uh, the, the Ron says that asparagus, whatever this asparagus is, is a type of cabbage. It's a, it's a species of cabbage. So therefore, I don't know, I don't know if, if you recall, asparagus is a species of cabbage. It's interesting, the Meiri says, based on Moran Brochus, Moran Brochus says that if a person wants to be regular, he should drink asparagus every morning. So the Meiri says it's actually, it's cabbage juice. They would cook cabbage, and the juice that came out of it was called asparagus. So it's actually like a, like a, like a prune juice, like a uh, asparagus juice, okay? So, uh, so, uh, so the, that, that's what the Me'iri learns. The Ron doesn't learn that asparagus is a type of, ju- it's, a, it's a cabbage juice. He learns it's a type of cabbage. So a person is a noder minakruv, it's also be scarbus, because since it's a type of cabbage, it's included in the nether of kruv. But if you identify specifically a noder minaspargus, you specifically say, I'm making the nether on ispargus, so mutter bekruv. Other types of cabbage would not fall into it, because you specifically said, it's only the asparagus cabbage that I'm answering, not the other types of cabbage. Mina grisin. Now, I saw the article translates grisin as grits, but the truth is, if I'm not mistaken, grits actually is, is, is crushed corn. The, the Ramam says over here that grisin refers to beans, crushed, it's crushed beans, right? So again, I don't know, they could, maybe that's so called grits as well. Corn, what? I, I, I don't know, I'm just saying. It's, uh, so just uh, calling it grits is a little misleading because grits is not corn in the Mishnah. Grits refers to, uh, it refers to a, a, a crushed bean. But anyway, I know the mina grisin, oser be mikbah. He's also to eat mikbah. Now, mikbah was like a porridge. It's actually like a cholent. But it was a porridge that predominantly had in it... Uh, this crushed grisin, this grisin in it. So when you say anodamina grisin, you are including in it the, uh, you're including in the nether the prohibition to eat mikpah. Now, Rabbiosi matir. Rabbiosi says no. Because Rabbiosi, the Duran explains, is that, uh, that, the, that in the Tanakama's region where he lived, when people refer to mikpah, they refer to it as grisin mikpah, bean cholent. In Rabbi Yossi's locale, they just called it greasing. They did not call it, uh, they just called it mikpah. They did not call it greasing mikpah. Right? So, therefore, that's the machloka. Since one holds is associated with the original thing, the other one does not associate with the original thing, it does not become usur according to Rabbi Yossi. Now, mina mikpah. If the person said the nether specifically on mikpah, 
So then, mutter begrisin. So grisin in their original form, without them being in a mikpah, will not be included in the nether. Now, mina mikpah asr b'shum. If you made a nether, I'm asking myself on mikbah, he's not allowed to eat garlic. There's different shot in their shams. Go with the Ron. The Ron says that the general way, the common way to eat garlic was they would crush it into a paste and add water and make it into like some kind of porridge. That's like it was a paste. And therefore, if you made a general statement, I'm not going to be eating mikbah, and mikbah was the normal way of eating shum, so when you say I'm answered from eating a mikbah, I'm not allowed to eat shum. I'm not allowed to eat garlic. Rabiosi Matir. Again, Rabiosi is Matir. Rabiosi says you didn't make any allusion to Shum specifically. You don't include Shum in the Neder. Now, Mina Shum. Let's say I made a Neder not to eat Shum. So then everybody agrees it's Mutter B'Mikpah. You're only meant to eat Shum in its initial, in original form and not in a Mikpah form that's not included in the Neder. Mina Adoshim, we had this before, we had this yesterday. Somebody made a nether not to eat lentils. Right? So, Osir Ba'ashishim. Ashishim was a fried lentil in honey. It was a certain way of pre- pre- presenting lentils. So, if you say, I'm not allowed to eat lentils, Tanakama says, lentils is lentils in any form. So, frying it in honey still answers you on eating lentils. Right. Rabiosi Matir Mina Ashishim. Rabiosi says, uh, Rabiosi Matir. Rabiosi is permissible. And we explained yesterday, because again, in the locale of Rabiosi, they did not refer to Ashishim as lentil Ashishim. Whereas in the locale of Tanakama, they refer to it as lentil Ashishim. Now, mi- it's uh, fried lentils in honey. Now, actual lentils? Yes, that's correct. Mut now, mina ashishim. If a person said specifically, I asked myself in eating ashishim, it's mutter ba'adoshim, because he only asked it in the form of ashishim, not in any other form. Now, chito chitin shani toem. If a person said the double lush, and the way they're going to learn like the Ron says, he learns chito, the Ron the, the, the is going to explain, and this the Ron uh, explains it over here in the Mishnah too, is that chito implies when it's already one, one unit, when it's in a mass, it's in, like in one, it's in, in a bread form, it's baked. Chitin implies where it has not been baked, it's multiple units, right? It's crushed, it's flour, but it's not in one f- solid form, it's in multiple forms, that's why it's in the plural. So the person said both. Chito chitin shani toem, osur bahen, he's also to eat anything flour, bain kemach, whether it's in the flour, uh, anything wheat, whether it's in the flour form, bain apas, because the chito takes care of the pas, and the chitin takes care of the kemach. Gris, grisin, the same thing, gris is in a single unit, means if the uh, beans have been cooked into one unit, Let's say they were in a, in, a par, in a porridge form, they were cooked together in one unit, that would be grease. Grease then is, if, if they're not cooked, they're just in the crushed, raw form. So if you said grease, grease in Shanitoem, Osir Bahan, Bain Chayen, whether they have not yet been cooked, which means they're in uh, multiple units, or Bain Vilusholin, or whether they're cooked, because you said both Lashonos. Now, again, going with the Ran, the Ran is say, learns that Rabbi Yehuda is not disagreeing. He's taking the idea to the next step. So, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Konem Gris, Ochita, Shani Toem. Therefore, if you only said Gris, or Chita, which is in a singular form, which implies that it's already been made into one mass, 
So then, mutter lakos chayim. You can chew it, uh, or uh, chew it, you can chew the chita or the gris raw. Why? Because the Zoran explains, because those things, you don't just chew one. You chew multiples, and it's raw, so it's not in one mass form. The fact is that you only answered in when it's in one mass form, one single form. It's not eating in one, eating in one single form, and it's raw. And therefore, it's not included in the nether. Tanya, we learned in a brisa. Rab Shimon ben Gamliel Omer, Chita Shani Toem. You said Chita Shani Toem, Oser Lefos, Umutalakos. That fits good what we just said. You're, allowed, you're not allowed to bake it and eat it because baking in a baked <coughs> form, that's chita, that's one unit. But to chew, which is in multiple kernels, mul- that, that's not a problem, that wasn't included. Chitin, if you said it in the plural, which implies that you're not allowed to eat it when it's in a, in multiple forms, so then, uh, it, when it's, when it's m- m- many units, Shani toem, osulakos, you cannot eat it raw because then you're eating the multiple units. But mutalafos, but you're allowed to eat it baked, because baked is not in the plural, which you said, that's already been coming to one mass, that would be permissible. Chitochitin, when you combine the two, such as our Mishnah said the case was, so then Shanitoem would be Osir Bain Lachos, Bain Lafos, whether to eat them raw, which would be Chitin, whether to eat them uh, in, uh, in a baked form, which would be Chito, both or Osir. Same thing with Gris. Gris shani toem, if you said in the singular that I'm not going to taste a uh, gris in the singular form, also levashal, you cannot eat it cooked, because eating it cooked has already been made into one mass, that would be considered gris, that's one unit. Umutalachos, but you can eat it raw, because eating it raw, you're eating multiple kernels, that was not included in the lotion of the nether, that's not a problem. Other way around, if you made the nether on grisim in the plural, shani toem, you cannot chew on the individuals because you're eating multiples, which would, that's the derech to eat, the way to eat it that way, and that's included in the nether. But but you can cook it as one mass because that wouldn't be grisin, that would be gris, and you didn't answer gris, you only answered in the multiple form. Gris, gris, and when you said both, shani tom, that's oser, bein levashel, bein lachos, would be oser in, to either cook, either cooked, or to eat it raw. Hadran alacha no min avushel, hadran alacha no avushel, hadran alacha no min avushel. Tell him have a good time. With yesterday's discussion with shani tom,